Hi, this is Kathy Aru, your liberal Sherpa, here to guide you through our hashtag quarantined life, our coronavirus life, our new normal life, our social distancing life, our mask wearing life, our, oh my gosh, the list goes on. But don't fear, your liberal Sherpa is here and I've always guided you. I'm not going to fail you now. Enjoy this podcast. Hey, so today's about mental health and what's um, more on our minds right now than mental health during our quarantine life, coronavirus lifestyles. So uh, I found a great, uh, she's actually really funny, um, actress, comedian. It's uh, the Adley Show, A-D-L-E-Y Show. You can find her on YouTube, uh, Twitter, the Gram. She's under at Adley a-D-L-E-Y, but it's really funny. It's what we should all be doing right now. And just like Governor Cuomo, President Trump, uh, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, she answers your questions about the coronavirus in such a logical way. I wonder why we're all so not confused and joking about drinking at 10 a.m. in the morning every day. So, okay, here's a little clip to clear things up about what uh, what we all, this titled, what we all should be doing right now for the coronavirus. Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason, unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open. This virus is deadly. But don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside and take care of your mental health. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. I hope that cleared things up. I, um... It's brilliant, not brilliant, or is it very brilliant? It's genius, not genius, or is it very genius? So yeah, to help us out with our stable mental states right now, and our loneliness, not loneliness, our happiness, not not happiness, oh my gosh, I don't even know anymore. Um, I'm unhinged, in a good way or in a bad way. So um, I'm going to call Dr. Robbie Ludwig, who's uh, my always my go-to. She's just my go-to therapist, and I've never had to pay her because I interviewed her as a journalist, which is really sneaky because journalists, we have major issues, but if you interview someone, you could say it's for the sake of journalism. So this is therapy for you, but maybe more for me. So, um, all right, enough with the honesty. Let me call her. Hold on one second. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. 
Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Ludwig, uh, who you've seen, and she's on. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Are you there? I am. Oh, my God. Hi. It's Kathy. Yes, it's Robbie. Did you want me now? You're ready for me? Yes. Okay. Is it Ludwig, or is it like more like Ludwig? Ludwig is right. Yes. Ludwig. Ludwig is perfect. Okay, because my producer's like, maybe it's Ludwig, and I was like, I don't know. No, that sounds I know. Really European. people say it that way, but it's Ludwig, yes. Ludwig, Robbie Ludwig, and then I want to make sure you have a Facebook show called Talking Live. Right. Okay. And it's on Facebook Watch. Okay, Facebook Watch. So what does that mean? How do I find you? Because well, you can find me at Talking Live on on Facebook at TalkingLive.com, so I can share a link. So you can find me on Facebook. Okay. And we're also you know, um, have links up on Instagram and, and Twitter, but, but basically you can find us on Facebook at talking live or under Dr. Robbie Ludwig. Okay. I, I mean, I, I have found you. So I don't know, you know, like I, I don't know how I found you. So I didn't know how yeah, to explain I how I found popped you. Up. Yeah. You all, yeah. Because I've known you for, Oh my God, Robbie, what? 10 years now. Should we say? Oh my God. It's been a really long time because it's so funny. I mean, I remember you <laughs> getting a pair of earrings when I had I was designing jewelry for Shop NBC. They were beautiful, and everyone was so jealous because they were so pretty. <laughs> so funny. And I wore them on HLN because I was showbiz tonight, and I had to be as classy oh, as like yes, Angelina yes, Jolie. That was so- yeah, it uh yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I remember everyone was asking where I got the jewelry and I was bragging about your line. Oh, that's so sweet. You're so kind. So that was back in preschool, right? Like 10, 15 years ago for us when we were I just I know. We, I mean, it's just crazy. It, it the time has just flown by. I know. I know. So now that we're in our 20s, we're more mature. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah now that we're 20 we're so much more mature than we were back then i'm feeling 22 like taylor swift <laughs> Listen, i still feel 27 so i i hear you girlfriend i hear you <laughs> so we've got um usually it's really funny because i ask um people who follow me are um it's a love hate we uh a lot of fox viewers follow me because i'm the liberal sherpa on tucker carlson yeah. And yeah, yeah. You, you've heard of that, right? It's crazy. I've seen it. Um, so, so I, I'm known as as that, and a lot of people usually I, I I reach out, and the Fox viewers ask questions, and they know a lot of people don't agree with me. I have a lot of people that I debate with on the show, but now during these times, during the quarantine life, I don't think mm-hmm. it's about debating. I really think we need a lot of therapy. Um, yeah. health answers, we need money answers, and today we need uh, mind, body, and soul answers. You know, we need a therapist. And, I agree. And it's funny because a few uh, days ago, we, we did a podcast on um, Wall Street, and I had like 30 entrepreneurs. Everyone was plugging their business. We were all just trying to figure out how to get money out of the PPP money. Today, when it came to therapy, 
no one wanted their names named. <laughs> but um, one, I, so I'm going to start it off. One wanted the name mentioned, and uh, this is what he's saying. I think we should start off with this. Oh, he or she. But it's sm- okay. smart. Are you ready? You're sitting down? Yeah. Okay, okay. I know I have 15, 20 minutes with you, so I got to really get my therapy fast. I know I know you're therapist. You're busy. <laughs> okay, so this is at S. Uh, this is S'mores99 is 100% made in, in the USA. And it's at S Moran 99 And it said, okay, I'm using my quarantine life to reexamine what's important to me. Some of these things include, and it's a list of four, being grateful, living uh-huh. within my means, understanding needs versus wants, and appreciating my health. Yeah. So that no, is, I think yeah. I think many people are really using this time to re reevaluate who's important to them, what's important to them, and when you think about it, it's forced us all to just sit and be with ourselves. And the world feels more quiet. There's a slower beat to our day-to-day existence. And it really is a good time to rethink just how we've been living in the world, not only individually, but collectively. So that's a wonderful way to use our time. Having said that, there are many people, so you see both extremes, or at least I see both extremes, of people who do have the luxury of time to sit and think. Some people um, feel lonely during this time, but there are also people that are busier than ever because they're taking on more in the house. They're educating their kids. They're cleaning the house. They're still working. So the juggling can become more intense. And for those people, they they sometimes feel a sense of guilt that they don't have this luxury time to clean out their closets and rethink the world and priorities. Right. So, so yeah, so S'mores went on the record. So S'mores is, you know, I don't know if S'mores is lying to us, quite frankly, but the self-reflection sounds great. But then you've got these gifts and these memes, and they're funny because you've got um, people who are just going bonkers. And uh, mm-hmm. it was funny because we found a clip today, and um, I, I'm going to play it. Uh, I, I played it early in the podcast, but there's a clip of a, uh, she's a comedian. And she was funny because she was saying how confusing everything is. And one of the things she said was, the new rule is if you're homeschooling your kids, it's okay to drink about 10 a.m. And if you're not homeschooling your kids, it's okay to drink around 10 a.m. So that's a joke. But uh, alcohol, the sales in alcohol have gone up 55%, they say, with the quarantine. So, Robbie, I mean, is she's making jokes, but some of us are kind of like, oh, my God, I can relate. Is that, are we alcoholics? Robbie, are we bad people? Well, or? listen, I mean, certainly if somebody feels that they are drinking uh, <laughs> way more than they should on a regular basis, they want to, they may want to rethink that. Having said that, yeah. you know, I think people really just want to calm themselves down. Yeah. And they want to feel okay with themselves and all the new pressure that's been placed on them. I saw this meme that said, the next generation of kids... <laughs> they will have been raised by mothers who drink and homeschool them, which I thought was so hilarious. <laughs> so there's a lot of company out there. 
Yeah. Mothers really, I think, um, you know, have a super high standard for how they should behave and act and often hold themselves up to a standard of perfection that doesn't exist for any of us. And during this time, especially if you're a young mother with young kids and you're homeschooling and working and feeling fearful about the future and what it will look like and maybe a little stir crazy and isolated, there really has to be room for the imperfect life. Yeah. And not to try to have this kind of perfection. It just doesn't exist. And just to do the best that you can and to give yourself compliments for, you know, walking into a territory that really nobody's walked into before. But with the mom shaming, I mean, you know that with the mom shaming, the, the movie Bad Moms made a great point years ago. And this is before a worldwide pandemic, which is a weird statement to say that we have a worldwide pandemic. But even yeah. before a worldwide pandemic, we had a movie called, ba- you know, Bad Moms, Bad Moms 2, where uh, you, you had these moms that could, you know, BP, you had to have BPA free, uh, organic, uh, you, you know, uh, hormone free, yada, 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 all these things at a bake sale that had to be perfect, but you had to work full time and raise two kids, and your husband was uh, playing on the internet when he should have been helping with the dishes. You know, the, the show, the, the movie was all about that with Mila Kunis, but then now you've thrown in a pandemic, and now you're saying, I can't drink Pinot Noir at 10 a.m.? Well, yeah, I mean, so I, not that I would ever recommend that, but I, I think, listen, maybe you know, it can get a little bit ridiculous, and really the mom shaming, yeah. you know, these, these people who are judging, it's so much more therapeutic for a person to take a stance of judgment as as long as they're judging other people yeah. and they feel that other people are worse than them, then they can feel better about themselves, right? So the person who judges is saying, well, I'm superior to the person I'm judging, therefore, yeah. you know, I'm in a superior position and that means that I'm a good person or I'm a good mom or I'm a better mom or a better person. The truth of the matter is it just doesn't work like that. And it is unfortunate that social media uh, can, it, it breaks down boundaries. So people, you know, anyone can say whatever they want and it's really up to the mother to decide who gets blocked and how much they want to put out there because anything you put out there will be judged. That's just the way it works. And so people like you and me who are in the media, we understand that. We understand when people misinterpret or people even have a psychotic interpretation of things that are said innocently. (laughs) You know, I'm sure you've had that. I've had that. And I'm like, wow, this person really was psychotic. They thought I was speaking to them. You know? You? You're you're the the most calming person I've ever seen on TV. You speak on TV and I'm just... Like you mesmerize me, I just, you know, like the little circles. I, I, you know, like the hypnotic thing. I, you, know, I, you make me feel good. Up, as long as you are a person in a certain position and making certain statements, people will have a reaction to it. Now, most people are nice and good, but there are always those people that misinterpret or have a lot of aggression and it needs to go somewhere. I mean, I understand that as a therapist. But the bottom line is what's most important is who we put in our inner circle. 
So during this time, we really want to learn how to communicate in new ways. And it's a, a, a way of developing mental fitness. Right, Because right now we really need to choose how we're going to be. Who do we want to be when we wake up in the morning? What is our intention? And to really hold ourselves to that standard. Not somebody else's standard. How? But but Robbie, that's so hard. I mean, every day is like Groundhog Day. I wake up and I'm like, oh no, it's another coronavirus day. You know, like, it, it's... I, I hear you. I mean, there are days I'm like, am I on house arrest? Yeah. Where I'm being punished that I have to clean and cook every night? Yeah. But the, but the truth of the matter is, I do say to myself, how can I make sure that my home environment feels really pleasant or like a positive place? And I really do believe that there is some... Listen, there are gender differences and I do believe that the woman's emotional tone impacts the household. Oh. So we can make a choice. Do we want to try to be positive and supportive, try to ask for what we need if we need help, try to be patient in terms of our frustrations? Because if we're all together, then we really want to try to respect one another's space, idiosyncrasies, and imperfections. Okay, well then this one I'm gonna go. I have I have questions that came in that did, they didn't want their names known, but this is a number. This is a number five question. I'm going all the way to number five. Domestic violence, you know, is up. It's up. If you've seen it, um, I know you have. You've seen it. I know four friends who have been stuffing cash in their bras. At least one has. Uh, she's like a size D, so she could stuff a lot of cash in there. But um, they've been trying to leave these relationships with they're they're actually the you know they make the same amount of money or more money than their spouses, their their boyfriends, the people they're living with, and uh-huh. the pandemic hits, and you've got two kids, you've got a kid, and a friend of mine's like, now what do I do? And we've heard the statistics have gone up, and I I haven't heard from a couple of these friends. The other friends going bonkers. What do they do? Domestic violence is up. You've got these people that are living in these houses now that tensions are rising. Things weren't that great beforehand. The the some people were planning the the escapes. Maybe the men were putting the the cash in their underwear, and uh, now they can't. Now's not a good time to make a run for it. What now? No, I mean, listen, you always have to be smart in terms of the choices that you make. And you always want to make a choice that decreases triggering uh, a violent reaction. Yeah. So this is not the time to threaten a spouse about leaving because where are you going right now? Where's anyone going? Yeah, right. So you want to really work on, um, you know, being non-threatening, being positive where you can. Keeping it cool. um, what? Keeping it cool, I guess. Just, yeah, yeah, just like really trying to understand where the triggers are. Because people who are abusive, they're very highly sensitive to being negatively evaluated. And so it's almost like a raise of an eyebrow can get them to feel triggered. Wow. So to just be very super conscious of trying not to judge. You know, your plan to move on will happen but the timing is really important. 
So to not worry about doing that now, to just really worry about surviving in the house right now. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe be a little positive to your partner. It doesn't mean you don't have to leave. You know, find different ways to make the situation as good as possible. Okay. As good as possible. As possible. So, as possible. As possible. And if somebody is really, you know, physically abusing you and you feel in danger, you know, call the police. See if there's, you know, a place that you can go. Like, I know they're setting up people um, in hotels yes. who, uh, you know, they don't want to expose them if someone in the family has corona and there's no place for them to go. Right. So maybe there are ways to explore what's available but my recommendation would be if you're planning a divorce just because you feel it's a relationship that's dead or can't work figure out how to make it as nice as possible until you're in a position to take it to the next level right okay that's that's really good advice because they were i i i I know and there were people that were waiting for that moment and then we got a pandemic and um yeah so they have to so that's where patience comes in you can still be true to yourself and say this will happen for me it just will happen at a different time when it's a better time and how can I use this time to better myself to explore all of my options to make sure that this is the right decision that I actually do want okay Okay, and then and then there are um, there are newsletters. There's like Safe Horizon in New York City. I know there's like different um, DV sites out there that are still telling people if if you gotta go, here are some Plan Bs. So I know yeah. that they're they're still the first line of defense. So the essential workers are actually the DV people. They're actually still out there. The social workers are still helping people get out of dangerous situations. They're making phone calls to people that are not technologically. Um... Yep. savvy or just don't have access to computer or phones or whatever the case may be. I, I know that they, you know, that everyone is really trying to be available through whatever means they can. So there are certainly, there's telehealth still available. There's still therapists who are available and they're available in a way that can consider everybody's health and well-being so emotional support is is still out there and that's the good news yeah you know what you're so right and I I actually had someone tell me that that a therapist actually said not you not of your level of course uh you're you're just way up there but um someone did say they forget when they mention essential workers the social Uh workers the therapist there are those that are still working that we are, they said we are essential workers. This is, this is important. Mental health is really important. So, so and the nice thing too is that this kind of service can translate virtually. So that's the good news. You know, isn't it great that you can find a corner or there's even text therapy for, for people who don't want to be heard you know, and they can text whatever they're experiencing. So I think it's just important for people not to give up, to know that there are people that certainly can support them and can guide them, if not this moment, then when the moment is right. You're right. So so we're shut down, but we're not completely shut down. There's still, there's still hope out there. We're shut down, but we're not shut out. I mean, there are still resources available and support systems available and there are plans that you can put into place that 
is always going to be available. But it just, we have to consider the times that we're living in and what makes the most sense. God, that, for that, everyone involved. It's so funny. For you, you're probably just saying that it doesn't mean much, but it actually is amazing to hear because I haven't heard it. I really, I haven't heard people talk about this and it's, it's so important. Okay. So yeah. th- these are questions off the record, but these are, you're ready. These are, um, I have, uh, okay. I had the drinking question and I had the DV question. So these are three more questions that are off the record. They didn't want their names mentioned, but they are from people, uh, that I collected. Uh, uh-huh. so this one is how do you self guide people are unemployed they're stressed um, I can no longer feel about productive things I can't I don't think about career goals I don't think about self goals now it's all about COVID stress and COVID goals uh, usually I talk to my co-workers but it's not the same um, I feel alone and how do I is that it's not the same. I feel like I'm missing my senses and I don't have, the person said it's corny, but I don't have a hug. How do I hug myself? So I, it was pretty profound. It was, they're, they're missing some yeah. of their senses. Yeah. That was a, that, 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 that was profound. I think it was a guy. No, too. And, and certainly I have seen this, you know, where, you know, people, neighbors who would have helped out other neighbors in need can't do it now because there's this physical separation we all need to consider in order to stay safe, right? Social distancing. And as far as giving yourself a virtual hug, you know, I think it's really important to write down affirmations or quotes that inspire you and to give yourself credit for, you know, getting through the day. Whatever it is, like, I'm going to give myself credit because I got through another day even though it was hard. Wherever you need to start is okay. okay. And the other thing is, although we can't, some people are extroverts and they love that face-to-face contact and, and the hugging and that kind of physical sensation. But until we can get back to that, what what works for you in addition to that? So what's the next best thing? Is it a Zoom call? Is it a Zoom book club? Um, Are there different ways to connect with people who have a similar feeling? Is this the time to enter into therapy so that you can work on yourself if you have the time? I mean, even in New York State, they have volunteers where you can call and speak to people for free. So it's not even money has to be an issue at this time. So there really are a lot of possibilities. And yes, this will end. Everything that has a beginning has an end. So it's really important to remind oneself that this is not forever. It's frustrating. Um, It's important that we do it right so we don't have to do it again. But it's not going to be forever. And to do the best that we can to nurture ourselves while we're in the situation. Wow. So that, yeah, so that's good advice for, um, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was free therapy. So yeah, so for people who've lost their jobs, that water cooler talk in the morning, the coffee with friends, I can't imagine you you lose it. It's, it's, you know, 
the high five. Reach out to people you like. Reach out to people you're thinking of. Think from a giving perspective because when you're giving, you're reminding yourself that you have something to give. So reach out to somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while. Maybe somebody who also you think may be isolated and ask them how they're doing. You know, put yourself in a position of reaching out and being without proactive being embarrassed. About without life. being embarrassed, because you know, like a year ago yeah. that would have been embarrassing. To, you don't have to bare your soul and say you're you're lonely and can't tolerate it anymore. You can reach out to somebody you care about and say, Hey, you've been in my thoughts. We we haven't had time to connect, but really? I wanted to connect with you and see how you're holding up. No, sure. I'm not gonna call my boyfriend from tenth grade and be like, Hey, I was thinking about you. <laughs> that would be creepy. Well, I mean, reach out when when it makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't have to be inappropriate. Doesn't have to be inappropriate. Okay, that goes back to the Pinot Noir. When I haven't had the glass yeah. of Pinot Noir, do not call. To, okay, so that's a good note for all. Do not call tenth grade boyfriend when drinking Pinot Noir at ten a.m. in the morning. So unless it, you're single and it makes sense, <laughs> then definitely call and perhaps text uh, <laughs> a, a picture or two uh, with the Pinot Noir. Okay, so that yeah. but with Snapchat, those filters are great. So um, <laughs> we have to keep it realistic. We can't, we need the filters. Um, I mean, you right. don't. I do. I like filters. The filter. is always a, no, I do. Filters is always a good thing. With the kitty hey, cat did ears. Did you hear that plastic surgery has gone up because of all the zooming? And, no. And no. Yeah, they're having more and more consultations with plastic surgeons because they're seeing themselves on Zoom and they're like, oh, my God, maybe I need to do something. Oh, no. I didn't hear that statistic. Oh, that's just, <laughs> oh, my God. Who think would, who would think that industry went up? Someone's like, Kathy, have you thought of Botox? I was like, I'm sorry, what? No, no. it's like you can't even reach anyone for botox it's like nobody's allowed to touch you yeah i didn't know i I was like thanks for no i didn't think about it for thank you (laughs) don't no more uh facetiming with you dear (laughs) dear longtime friend okay um number four i guess it's the same as number three this person asked people are lonely how do we connect so that's basically well i think you know we can connect over the phone we can send a letter we can connect via social media we can connect over virtual zoom cocktail parties people are getting really clever about it we can reach out to communities that share like-minded interest art cooking okay um books you know there books people want to connect yeah book clubs Oh, God, you know, I was talking about Hemingway yesterday, Farewell to Arms, and I realized, what is happening to me? Right? So people now have, the, you know, people now are saying, hey, you know, I'm cooking a lot more, so I want to hear about recipes, and and people are creating these kind of virtual groups where they can regularly look forward to meeting people and and connecting with people. So, So really... Be creative and do your research and ask around, ask friends, you know, hey, listen, I'm feeling a little isolated. Are there any virtual groups that you see are going on? I and know admit it? Before- admit I'm feeling a little isolated? Really? You yeah, think- why not? It's normal. Know. Okay. You know, I think everybody is feeling the, the shift. It's interesting, though introverts i was speaking to one of my friends she's um a very successful writer and she said to me she's like you know really it's not that different except for i notice it on the weekends when we go out and socialize she's like because i work from home 
Yeah. So she's like, I'm kind of always at home. So this is not really that big a difference. But for introverts, they kind of like being at home. It's like an, it feels like a great equalizer. Everybody's home and grounded now. So they kind of like it. But for extroverts, um, like you and like me, we certainly feel it because being out and about is part of our business and part of what makes us come alive. So we have to find other ways to do it. There are other ways to feel a soul connection, even if you're social distancing. Oh, that's so interesting. So extrovert. I think I'm going to join TikTok and start doing dances with Justin Bieber. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why not? I don't you go, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'll end up all over the place. And there, there goes my <laughs> reputation, you know. Tucker will never talk to me again. Um, you, might, you might get a new job. Yeah, right? I, well, yesterday I got a job as a dog walker for a Wall Street guy. So, you know. There you go. Yeah, things are looking right? up for me. Things are really looking up for me. Okay, you ready? This is the last one. And this is kind of deep. Uh, this is coming from people that have been on quarantine life for how many days are we on now? 27, 28 days? Uh, I've lost count. Right? I mean, everyone has. Uh, the memes have different dates on them. So I'm confused. Okay, but this is it. This one's pretty profound. So I hope you're sitting down with um, with a glass of tea, right? A, okay. a, a cup of tea. Uh, no no wine. Um, this, this is, is it bad to be bored actually there have been studies oh. that show that boredom can lead to pro-social behavior what and yeah what's so pro-social behavior pro-social so people when they're bored they feel like their world is meaningless and there's nothing to do but it can trigger a creativity that gets you to think about how can i give how can i create meaning in my life so it's all how you use the feelings you have. So actually feeling bored can be a good thing if you use it properly. Wow. So is that like learning the piano that I gave up in second grade? Well, it's saying, okay, I'm bored. I'm feeling like like every day is Groundhog's Day or I'm feeling like every day is meaningless. One day merges into the other. And then at some point you make the shift, well, how can I use this time so it feels more meaningful, more purposeful? And from there, people can create and come up with ideas that really not only help themselves, but help the community or society at large. Wow. So, so a lot of positive can come out of this, but let's be honest, there's anger, confusion, this is now my question, and I'm, I'll let you go after this one. But there's a lot of anger, confusion. Um, uh, I guess that's the bottom line, really. Confusion. Uh, it, it's so 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 people are not sure. There's no time frame. There's no exact answer. It's go to the store. Don't go to the store. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. It's uh, go outside. You're not allowed outside. So I know. I know. There's a lot of listen. The truth is there is a lot of confusion and there is a lot of unknown and there are a lot of restrictions and frustrations. That's all true. As far as aligning yourself with the recommendations, make sure you follow the facts from resources that are credible. That's the most important thing. So in New Jersey, I, you're in New Jersey, I'm in New York. So in New York, they're recommending 
you have to go out with a mask. You have to have a covering so that you're not endangering other people if you can't maintain social distancing. And that across the board has been recommended by the CDC as well. So I think what's important is to know that we are moving through this together. We have to have faith in the leaders who are leading us to help us navigate our way through this pandemic in a way that is healing and healthy for all involved. And, you know, really to understand that there are forces that are bigger than ourselves. So what can we do to make the most out of it, given the frustrations? You don't want to take away your feelings, the negative or strong feelings that we have is information. And so we want to use that information so that it works to our advantage. Okay, so we're human. So we have our right. faults, but your your I guess your can your parting motto be then stay sharp? Just don't let your mind go to mush, just don't lay there I every day. I would say mental fitness. I would say really this is a time to develop mental fitness to make the choices of how you want to behave and not let your feelings, you know, just guide you in any old way. So if you're not feeling like working out or you feel like eating all day, I mean, you can give yourself a pass, but really to say, okay, who do I want to be? How do I need to act in order to make the most out of this time in order to be a person that is good for my family, that's good for myself? How do I connect even though I might be feeling isolated? So really to have more of a proactive stance in life. What can you control? And to work from there. Okay, not beat ourselves up like I had White Castle burgers for lunch. So that's that's my second pass for the week. Yes. I, and, um, and you can, and if for you, you can have White Castle every day and it wouldn't show. Thank so. you. You're so sweet. I, yes. did, I did have four burgers so was, <laughs> okay. not two it. yeah it was like two servings not just one um okay so um where do we oh i saw so i saw on fox you had that op-ed that was amazing i read and it was about addiction and how to deal with your uh right a lot of people with their addiction like i had said with the drinking i was joking but it was funny because you know alcohol sales have gone up so people have addiction but then you've got people that didn't have addiction that are trying to give themselves passes for drinking. So uh, we could find you on Fox News. You have a few op-eds on there, right? You yes, yes. So um, I certainly write articles like you do for the opinion uh, column and also for the business column. And people can find me at Dr. Robbie Ludwig and on Facebook. So basically I'm on Dr. Robbie Ludwig talking live. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's R-O-B-I-L-U-D-W-I-G. And I, I'm sure I pop up in different places. You really do. And it's so funny because uh, one of uh, one of the Fox viewers was just like, oh, she's so pretty. I know her. And, oh, and, and that's, that's what I always sweet. hear. Oh, she's so pretty. And I have to remind that's them, it's okay. her mind that we love. It's her <laughs> mind. Stop looking at how beautiful she is. Well, but, I look very beautiful on a podcast because you can't see me. So oh, give me a break. But I post <laughs> pictures of you, so there's that. And uh, I do. And now I'm going to put bunny ears on you for the Snapchat later. So, oh, good. Excellent. Yeah, no, I'm really good at that. So thank you so much for your time. And um, Thank you for having me. This was supposedly for everyone out there. It was for me, Robbie. It was really good. for me. Yeah. 
So I was selfish. Good. Thank you. Good, good. I hope it helped. Whoever it was for, I hope we helped some people out there. I, I poured out the Pinot Noir while we were talking. I, terrific. Yes, terrific. I'll have it in a couple hours. But thank you for now. <laughs> I feel like a good person. Thank you so Fantastic. much. So, yeah, just send me in and uh, we'll post and promote and, and have a good one. And, and I look forward to seeing you in person when this is all over. Totally. We'll have a Zoom cocktail party in, in the mean, in meantime and talk Let's about Hemingway. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, I feel so much better. I don't know if anyone's listening to this, but I feel really, really good. Okay. Is it five yet? Is it? Is it? It's happy hour somewhere. So, um, all right. You could find, um, you could find, you know where you could find Robbie, uh, Dr. Robbie Ludwig on um, Twitter at Dr. Robbie Ludwig. Uh, I would like to say Ludwig, which sounds so fancy. Uh, you can find me at Aru Kathy, A-R-E-U-C-A-T-H-Y on Twitter if you want to ask any questions, any podcast ideas. And you could find Catalina Magazine, believe it or not. I have a magazine for the last 18 years. We are digital and print. So if you don't want to touch the print, uh, you know, because you're afraid of paper these days, then we're digital on Press Reader. And if you go on there, uh, there's 7,000 other publications worldwide. So after you finish reading Catalina Magazine, you can read uh, 6,999 other publications. Pressreader.com. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, see you next time, my quarantine life friends. Bye.